the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There's a mountain that only God can climb. You're trying to climb that mountain. You'll wear yourself out physically and spiritually, and pretty soon you'll be saying, what good is going to church? It hasn't helped me a bit. It's not church. It's Jesus. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Today, Pastor Morris takes us to Psalm 46, a passage of Scripture that reflects praise to God for His presence with us and His overcoming power and peace that is ours in Jesus Christ. Join us now for the message, Finding Rest. Friend, I'm more convinced the older I become and uh, my life that God wants to do beautiful things, wonderful things, and reveal himself to us. Uh, while on this seven-day vacation, there were times of prayer, sermon preparation, getting ready to come back to the church. Now, I wasn't just walking in the sand. We were praying and believing for you and uh, for the message that Minister Hooper brought, and the message that I'm going to bring today, and the messages that are going to be brought in the next few weeks. God wants to do something beautiful. He wants to open the windows of heaven, pull back the curtain, allow us to experience His glory, His majesty, His power. You see, God has all of that stored up in heaven. Glory, majesty, and power stored up in heaven. And he's just waiting to give it to us. He doesn't have anything else to to do but to look at us and wait for us to ask and open our hearts and receive. And then he will pour out that blessing to us and we will experience something that is so phenomenal, so far beyond anything that we can ask or think. It'll be holy. It'll be wonderful. It'll be life-changing and life-renewing. This is what the Lord has been talking to me about uh, these last few days or a couple of weeks. That he's trying, trying, desperately trying to bless us. He wants to bless us. And when he blesses us with his might, his power, and his glory, there's just as much might, power, and glory, and majesty left. No matter how many blessings and how many answers to prayer, the same amount of power, blessing, and majesty is there for our lives as our lives continue on. Now, two weeks ago, I preached a message entitled, An Untroubled Heart. That was on July 21. Then I went away and Minister Hooper brought the message last week. I had prepared another sermon before going away. And I had given it to the secretaries to print and get it into the bulletin and get the outline in the bulletin. It was already 
prepared. And while I was away, the Holy Spirit began to deal with me and brought me back to Psalm 46. On July 21, two weeks ago, we read the whole psalm, Psalm 46. And I called the church and I said, stop the presses, hold everything up. There's a new message that's coming. And I I wrote that message, believed God for it, emailed it back to the church, and the outline is in your bulletin today. God changed everything around. Now, what is happening here is that two weeks ago, we did not get Psalm 46, the message of Psalm 46, as God would have us to get it. Either I didn't present it in the way that it needed to be presented. I wasn't as clear. Uh, That may have been it. It may have been that we have so many distractions. You know, now when you're in in a service like this sitting here, our mind, not any fault of yours or mine, but every couple of minutes, I think every two and a half minutes, our mind will go off of whatever we're focusing on Zip, it'll go over to something else. And then we will catch ourselves and think, oh, I'm not listening to the preacher. Zip, we'll bring it back for another about two and a half minutes. And then zip, it'll go away for two and a half minutes. So the message keeps breaking up just like a cell phone. (laughs) So something happened two weeks ago. The message kept breaking up. And sometimes I'm talking to somebody. You've had the experience of me say, hey, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. I'm not getting the message. Or the call will be dropped, just completely dropped. And uh, we don't even get a little bit of the message uh, on the phone. So that happens with preaching and teaching and the reading of the word also. So here the Holy Spirit has now called me back and we read part of 46. So I'm praying today, I'm praying today and believing today that God will speak to us the message that he wants us to hear and receive. And that message is he wants to bless his people and we are the people of God, but many of us are living without the blessing of God. We're not living in that joy, in that spiritual prosperity, in that victory. Uh, there, There are too many distractions. There are concerns and worries and uh, ideas and schedules. And, and we're sitting in church and we're, all of this is still going through our minds. And so that's our mind will zip away and then it'll come back. And then it'll zip away and then it'll come back. And so when we get through the sermon, we've heard about a third or a half of it. Never on a Sunday morning does everybody hear the whole sermon. Never. It never happens. And so here the Holy Spirit has brought me back saying, tell them again that I care, that I love them, that I want to bless them, that I want to give answers to prayer, that I want to bring victory to them. So many people are still living with hurts and and feelings and attitudes and dispositions and it's just blocking the the blessing of God. Something, Something needs to give here. And today, by the help of God, I pray that the message will come through. Now, if you have your Bibles open to Psalm 46, I want you to look at verse 2, 8, and 10. Here's what God is trying to do. Verse 2, therefore we will not fear. God is saying, I'm here to bless my people and take away all their fears. If my people who are called by my name 
I will take away all their fears. That's one thing God wants to do. That's the first thing he wants to do. He wants to settle us down in comfort and in peace, taking away all our fears. The second thing, look at verse 8. He says, come and see the works of the Lord. Many of us hear about the works of the Lord. We hear sermons about the works of the Lord. We hear people testify about the works of the Lord. But we ourselves have never received a divine answer to prayer, a great miracle in our lives. But he is saying, come and see for yourself the great works of God and what I can do. And then look at verse 10. Here's the secret. Be still and know that I am God. You've got to settle yourselves down. You've got to become focused on the Lord and see his glory being manifested and it will be manifested. Now, there are two kinds of stillness, two kinds. There's a physical stillness and there's a spiritual stillness. Okay, read, read this scripture that's on the screen now. Be still and you will experience two great revelations. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Physical stillness. Let me talk about that for just a moment. I talked to my dentist the other day. I had to come back to a root canal job of all things. Don't you feel sorry for me? (laughs) Okay. He told me he's going to take his children, I think four and six years old, up to Rehoboth Beach. He said, you know, he said, we can't go very far away with children because they, they, they just are too fidgety. They're not going to be able to stand a long car trip. So children are fidgety. You remember in school, the teacher would say to the children, be still, be still, be quiet. The teacher knew, just like we're knowing here today, that if we're not still and quiet, we're not going to be able to focus and to learn. So the teacher says to the students, be still. And this is what God is saying. Be still. Long before the teacher said it, God said it. But God's people are not very still. And so we need to hear that. We become adults. We're still fidgety. Aren't we? I'm not going to say any more about that. (laughs) Uh, In our homes, we have what we call circuit breakers. You know, I have my computer on, plugged in. I have my desk lamp plugged in. I didn't realize that same line went through the kitchen and the refrigerator and the microwave and the light. And then Corinne plugs in the vacuum cleaner. Boom! <laughs> Everything shuts down. Now, life is like that. We are plugged in to so many things, so many schedules, so many activities. Friend, something's got to give. In your life, in your body, there's going to be a circuit breaker. You're going to crash. Something's going to happen. About 40, 39 years ago, we started the Largo Community Church. I went after this with such fury. I thought that I had to make the Largo Community Church become a reality. Just wouldn't stop. Do you see, our physical body and our nervous system is not made for this kind of behavior and activity. And sure enough, down I went. Back then, 40-some years ago, I was a young man. I'm still a young man in heart. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Doby. And I was put in the 
Prince George's Hospital for nine days in traction. See, the body just won't take it. But we seem to think we've got to fix everything. Our marriages, our finances, our careers, our children, uh, everything. We take it on ourselves and we don't seem to realize that God loves us and will fix things that we can't fix. He's our God. He's our Father. He loves us and he prays for us, the Lord Jesus, at the Father's right hand. Now, the, the doctor will tell you. You go to the doctor. The doctor will say, here, you take this prescription, get it filled. You take it and you go home and go to bed. The doctor knows that you cannot heal standing up. You have to be restful. In rest, your soul will be restored. Uh, Your body will be restored. So God knows this, and he's telling us, be still, and you will know that I am the almighty God who loves you and does great things for you. Be still, and you will know it. Many of us know it here, but we haven't experienced it yet. But God is now desiring us to to experience it. There was a group of African men in Africa who were hired to carry equipment and provisions through the jungle. Well, a horse or a a pack horse or pack mule couldn't get through or or a truck over the terrain, uh, the mountains, and uh, 12, 15 of them. And they were carrying this heavy equipment and all of these provisions. And then one day, they just stopped. They unloaded all the stuff and they just flopped out on the ground. Well, the owner came by and said, come on, get up. We've got to get going, pick that up. And the one man, apparently was the spokesman for all the rest of them, said, no, we're going to rest. Today, we're going to rest, and we're going to allow our soul to catch up with our body. We're going to allow our soul to catch up with our body. Friend, that's why we're here today. That's one of the reasons we're here, to come to this Holy Communion table. And so you can get your soul back. The world and all of the activities just taking it away from us. But God is here. The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and will lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Morris for the conclusion of today's message, Finding Rest. Isn't it something when we just stop and be quiet? For a moment, you, you want me to get going again? <laughs> time is ticking away. You got to get out on time and hear the pastor is shut down. He's not saying anything. He's only halfway through that message. And we're losing time. 
Say it with me, A and B. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of So the first kind of or type of stillness is physical stillness. The second is spiritual. We are trying to resolve problems that we do not have the wisdom to resolve, that only God has the wisdom to resolve. Only God has the insight. Only God can see into that particular situation. We can't see into it. We, we see the surface. We see what's going on immediately, but we don't see how the outcome will bring glory to him and blessing to us. The word be still simply means literally in the original, let your arms drop to your side. Just stop worrying about your marriage and your finances and your difficulties. And and the only way you can stop worrying about it is, is to deposit that situation into God's hands. Like you take some money to the bank and you deposit it in the bank and then you go away and you don't worry about it. It's there, safe. You take these problems and difficulties and you deposit them at the throne of grace and then you walk away and you don't worry about it. It's almost, now I hope you don't misunderstand what I'm going to say now, but it's almost like a carefree attitude. Like, I don't care anymore. Obviously you do care. But you walk away with a freedom that now God has it. The God of Jacob is my fortress. The Lord has taken this thing into his hands. We, we've got our hands so gripped. We've got such a, a, a grip on, on our problem. Uh, and we're just holding on to it. Uh, and we're f- furiously, fervently have a death grip on that marriage and on that finances and on that job and on that problem. Friend, you can't work it out. Please believe me. You can't. You can't. You cannot work it out as long as you have a a death grip on that situation. You've got to turn your hands loose. God can't get his hand on it because there's no place for him. You haven't given him a place. You have such a grip on it. Let it go. Let it go. Turn it loose. And then you know what you have to do? You have to turn it loose again. And then you reach out. You'll be tempted to get a hold. You have to turn it loose again. You have to keep giving it. Keep giving it. Keep depositing it it to God. Be still. Let your arms drop to your side. That's what it means, literally. Let your arms drop to your side. Take your hands off that situation. The only way you can do it is to pray it and deposit it in God's hands. So recognize your limitation acknowledge your need of God, and then pray that situation into God's hands. Now, when you pray the situation into God's hands, you've got to be very specific. You can't be too general. You can't say, God, take care of all my problems. No. You've got to tell God, what is that problem? Or what are those problems? He said, well, he already knows. He he wants you to know. He wants you to know that he knows, and then the two of you come together in a knowing relationship. He said, be still and know. So you have to be very specific. If your spouse is not communicating with you the way you should, you say, God, heal my marriage. Well, what's wrong with it? Well, you have to tell him, God, my spouse and I are not communicating. You can't just say, heal my marriage. You've got to tell him what in that marriage needs healed. You have to be specific. 
I need a job. I need money. I need income. I need to provide for my family. I have nothing to give. I need something. Be very specific. Spell it out in clear, unmistakable terms to the Lord. Now, experience stillness in your heart. You have a shepherd. You have a shepherd. He will lead you beside still waters. He will make you to lie down in green pastures. And if you have just depleted all your spiritual and physical energy, he will restore your soul. Psalm 23, we use that for funerals. We need to use that for living. That's a life song that we need to come alive in the Lord and live for him. And he, he calls his own sheep by name, John chapter 10. What is he telling us here? He said, I know your name. I know who you are. I made you. I gave you your DNA and your fingerprints. I know everything that is going on, but you won't bring it to me. When you bring it to me, he'll bless and he'll bring healing and wholeness. Well, friend, I think I've given to you exactly what God told me to bring back and and give to you. We've come back for the second time to Psalm 46 because God cares for you, because he loves you, because he has redeemed you. And and when God sees us suffering like we are suffering mentally, emotionally, it breaks his heart because he has made all provisions to take care of that situation. But we just would rather suffer than to go to the doctor. We've got to go to the great physician of body and soul who will take care of it. We're going to come to this altar today. And we need to come saying, Lord, I heard the message today. I heard that you love me, that you want to help me, that you want to forgive my sins, and you want to forgive me for not bringing my problems to you. That's the big sin, not bringing my problems to you. I'm coming today to accept Jesus, his broken body, his shed blood to be renewed. This is the day the Lord has made. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. We're going to come here and experience Jesus. This is going to be a great renewal. Would you bow your head with me, please? Thank you, Father, for talking to our hearts, for bringing to us the message of your love, forgiveness, healing. You are our refuge, our strength, and our help. Lord, we're having a hard time learning that. But perhaps the more we hear it, the more possibility there will be that it will register with us and we will receive it and experience you. Be still and know that I am God. Bless us today. Bless us at this holy table. Meet every heart. Meet every need. We're going to come to this table, dear Lord, believing with anticipation and with faith. Thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you've told us. Thank you for what you're going to give to us. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. God is the great physician and stands ready with a cure for your situation. He's waiting to provide healing and rest. So take your concerns and worries to Him through prayer right now. We hope today's healing word has been a blessing. 
and has encouraged your faith in God to grow. We invite you to email Pastor Morris directly at contact us at thehealingwordministries.com and share your blessing or send a prayer request and Pastor Morris will pray for you. When you email, be sure to mention the date of today's program and we will send you a link that you can use to download an audio copy of the message free of charge. And friend, The Healing Word is a ministry of the Largo Community Church and exists to grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. But we can't do it alone. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. When you contact us, Pastor Morris will return a note of thanks and will lift your name up in prayer to God with heartfelt thanks and appreciation. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow... Blessings on you.